Welcome to the Work in Progress podcast, the show that talks all things personal development. Whether your goals include being physically fitter, building better habits that serve you, or becoming more successful in business, you'll find something for you in the material shared. Today, you're stuck with me. I'm actually going to go a little bit different to the usual interviews that we do, and I was planning to give a little insight into the book that I've been writing. Uh, I won't give away the title just yet. But for those that remember uh, my coaching from many moons ago, I was always known as the warrior coach. So one of the things that's sort of real close to my heart is developing what I call the warrior mindset. And if you don't mind, I'm going to give you a little insight into to what I've been writing about, which is basically the basis of a book that I've been putting together. First off, why did I put together or, or did I come up with the concept of a book all around the warrior mindset? Well, partially I think it's timing. I think having a strong mindset and really understanding who we are is always important. There's never been an era when it's not important to really sort of control your mindset and own your mindset. And it never won't be important. It will be important way into the future because that's what it's all about. It's about optimising the resource that we have. And our single biggest resource that we have is our mind. Everything else comes out of it. I have looked sideways. Of course, we're in very troubling times, very distressing times for some people. You know, with the economy changing, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, with the recent riots, people don't understand where they stand. Some people know very well where they stand and they're fighting against things. They're protesting, they're rioting, you know, fighting for their rights. But all these different things are going on and it's having a massive effect on our emotions. And one of the things I've noticed mainly is I don't think all of us are really in control of our mindset. I, th- I feel like we're as a as a mass people, we're very much subjected to the environment, and the environment is, you know, it's really testing us at the moment from a, from a lot of different angles. So, with that in mind, I felt like it was a really good time to really write down what I believe it takes to have a warrior mindset, and also the reasons why it should be imperative for us all to to follow that. Primarily, the warrior mindset for me is all about going back to the basics. If you ask me, too many people want to skip GCSE level qualification. If they can get away with it, they want to skip A level and they want to go straight to the degree and straight to PhD. So so whenever we talk about a topic, it might be making money, it might be about getting healthy, it might be about getting fit, it might be about uh, improving relationships. We, we tend to not want to do the basics. We all tend to go, well, you know, I know that, but give me the life hack. I know that, but give me the... the expert class give me the advanced version people don't generally like to do the basics however most of the life hacks and the advanced strategies don't really work that well unless they're on a strong foundation so the book is literally all about going back to the basics going back to the daily disciplines and ensuring that we don't all have millionaire dreams on a minimum wage work ethic because i I do believe that too many people have got a little bit soft Okay, and, and let me qualify that. You know, I don't think I'm an alpha male. I'm not a Taipei character, so I'm not all bullish. And I'm not here to tell you, you know, kick your butt in, into shape. That's not the kind of guy I am. And I, I don't promote the hustle and the grind. And, and I don't romanticize the pain. I don't believe in all that. But what I do believe in is being, you know, having a little bit of inner toughness, a bit of inner resolve, a bit of resilience, and a bit of um, commitment to do the things that we need to do to move forwards i think all too easily you know we've got soft and by human nature let's face it 
if we can take the shortcut, we will. I'm the same. You know, if I don't have to do too much, I'd quite happily sit on the sofa all day eating ice cream. But when it comes to actually achieving things and, and, and getting close to our goals, it, that's just not going to happen. It, like That kind of lifestyle is not, not going to be conducive to the things I want to achieve in my life. So for that reason, I can't just kick back uh, and eat ice cream, sit on the sofa, because for a start, I'll just balloon overweight. I'm not going to be very good in my career, and I'm just never going to sort of set a good example for my children and people around me. And ultimately, as much as it seemed like a good idea in the short term, I'm not going to be very fulfilled if that's the way I live my life. So I really want to push people to sort of break out of inertia, break out of that habit of taking the path of least resistance and really take control of their lives. And taking control of your life requires taking control of your mind and it requires taking control of the way you think. And many, many well-known texts have written to the fact that thinking is the hardest thing that we do. Now, it might not sound it at first when you think, well, if I just sit here and think, that doesn't sound very hard at all. But actually, continually thinking about the way you want things to be, even when the appearance may seem different, is extremely difficult. What do I mean by that? Well, for instance, if we have a dream, and I'm going to take one out of the air, have a million pounds in the bank, a Ferrari on the driveway, and a, and a house with 72 bedrooms in, okay? Deliberately, I've got carried away, but you get the idea. Now, there's no reason why that can't be attainable. As, as crazy as it sounds, that is achievable. However, in order to achieve it, we have to hold that picture in our mind. Again, that's not so easy to do depending on where your current finances are, where your current lifestyle are, where your current daily activities are, and where, you know, where you currently live, all those images that you're seeing on a daily basis are taking priority of your mind and they're controlling what you think. Therefore, it's very difficult for most people to keep their eyes on a bigger goal. Unless they start educating themselves and start realising just how important it is to focus and use their mind. You see, I didn't invent all this. Nothing I ever say is completely original from me. Everything that I share and what I'm going to be writing in this book is things I've learned over a long period of time from various different resources, and you'll find that various different texts and various different sort of teachings overlap, and there's areas where you think, right, okay, that makes sense. There's, there's alternatives as well, but what I've taken is what's worked for me, what makes sense to me, and I've tried to kind of bring it up to speed and translate it to the modern time, because a lot of the information that I've absorbed, mostly it's over 100 years old, most of it. Uh, so, so it's again, just to re reiterate the fact, it's not new information. However, it's still very true to the fact that a very, very small percentage of the population has taken advantage of, of, of this understanding of, of our mindset. But the truth is, and you've heard it before, and again, I'll go back to the basics. Just because you've heard it before and just because you think you know it, you don't know it unless you're doing it. And I hold myself accountable to that as well. To know and not to do is not yet to know. So please give, give me an open mind for a moment. You know, See where I'm going with this and, and just try and use it for yourself because this is an insight into the book that I'm sharing. But the information here that I'm sharing right now is completely free. And I want you to go away and I want you to really bear it in mind and where possible start implementing it. Even though this is just you know a beginner's intro, still take it, you know, use it and, and take advantage of it. So understand this. 
you really do get what you focus on. Okay? Your conscious mind has the ability to accept or reject anything that goes into it. So it all starts and ends with the mind. And everything that goes into your mind, you have a choice of what you accept or reject. Okay? You accept or reject it based on where you're going or where you want to go. So, for instance, you know, t take the, the idea of a luxury house, a luxury car. Okay, whenever something comes into your mind, you have the choice of, well, does this fit where I'm going? Okay, so you might turn on the media and the news says it's all doom and gloom. We're going into a recession. You've got no hope of being a success. You don't have to accept that. Okay, and, and this is why it's kind of um, quite topical for the, for the era, because I think a lot of people are getting quite emotionally involved in, in what's happening, you know, especially with the lockdown, especially with the economy. And I'm not telling people to pretend it's not happening. It's real. It is what's happening out there. But it doesn't mean it has to control the outcome of your results. You have to focus on where you want to go. You have to focus on what you want. You can't focus on the problem. Because as you focus on the problem, all you do is give power to the problem and the problem becomes bigger. What you need is for your goal and your destiny to be bigger than the problem. You need to be bigger than your problem. Okay? So the first thing you need to do is hold, hold in your mind what you want to believe. When I say what you want to believe, what you do believe. And then give it power. Grow it. Build it. Build the vision. Build the picture. Even if, in the immediate term, you've got no idea how it's achievable. Okay? What we're talking about here is a lifetime's work. This won't be something that just culminates at the end of this podcast. It won't be something that culminates at the end of this day. And if it does, then you'll have another goal for tomorrow anyway. So we're talking about a lifetime process of focus on the basics. Focus on what you want, please. Now, the next stage of that is it costs nothing to believe in yourself and everything not to. You see, the first time we start but really focusing on what we want, if we're not in tune with it and if we're not practiced at it the first time we start going down this road the first thing that comes up is all the reasons why it's ridiculous or why we can't think that way or why it's a bit too much and you know they might be valid reasons but again you've got the power to accept or reject so if they're not serving you you don't have to accept those reasons they may be valid they may be truthful to an extent they may highlight things that are real and are happening. They might highlight things in your life where you've got um, evidence. And it might be real evidence, you know, as far as your perception goes. However, you still don't have to accept it. You can still go, right, okay, interesting, but, you know, it's not serving my goal. I'm going to focus on what I want. And at first, this sounds very airy-fairy and a bit woolly and a bit like, you know, the film The Secret, where people go, yeah, okay, well, I saw the video. I sat on the sofa, I visualized a few things, it didn't all come together. And what I want to say to people in that situation is, the secret is what it is. I'm not pretending that that is the full story, which is why I want to get people to really dig into the basics. Again, I do think elements of the secret can work for people, but it does require a much stronger foundation than just, I watched the movie and I gave it a bash. Okay, and this is where I want people to really focus on a, controlling their mindset and having a daily discipline about how they think. Or just thinking in general, to be honest. I, I, I've had this quote which I've shared with a few people you know, over the last few weeks. And I said, if, if you could hear what everyone was thinking, 
most people will be silent. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but I do mean that I don't think people realise how little they actually think. Okay? Nine times out of ten, all we're doing is going through old programmes, we're going through, you know, scripts and, and, and loops that, that we used to do on a daily basis, which we call habits. Okay? And habits are a good thing if we're in control of them and they're, they're created by design. Most of our habits, and I hold myself in this category as well, you know, I'm working on myself on a daily basis, so as I'm sharing this information, this isn't me pretending that I've got it all completely nailed. I work on the basics every day because that's what you have to do. Okay, the basics require work. And a little bit like going to the gym. Doesn't matter how in fit and in shape you get, if you decide to just give it a break, you start to decline. And that is how life works. You're either growing or you're dying. Okay? And when I say dying, I don't mean you just instantly drop dead. What I mean is you're in growth or decay. And the growth is gradual and the decay is gradual. But either way, you're in growth or decay. So the point where you go, right, well, I've hit the, hit the level. I'm going to kick back now and chill out. Well, by default, you're not growing then. So therefore, you must be decaying. Okay? You do have to keep continually working on the basics. So what I'm asking or what I'm suggesting in the material in my book is that we make that commitment to make that difference and make a commitment to, for daily growth. Hence, if the, the name of this podcast is called Work in Progress for a reason, because we should all be a work in progress. We should all be striving to be better than we were yesterday, you know, and, and moving towards a better tomorrow. It's that continual growth. And it doesn't have to be massive shifts on a daily basis. You know, even just small fractions of a percentage on a daily basis leads to a phenomenal life. And once you get into the grind of it, and once you get into the swing of it, and once the momentum starts moving, it doesn't have to be such a massive effort. It's only a massive effort if you want to build Rome in a day. But the point is, we're here anyway. The time will pass anyway. Why not just make those daily, you know, daily shifts and, and, and grow forwards? So... The book is about really focusing your mind, believing in the power of possibility, because the truth is we are spiritual beings having a physical experience and we were created in God's image. You know, the, the potential of what we can do is far greater than most of us realise. And even when we sort of get a glimpse of, yeah, I believe it, we don't believe it enough at first and there's lots of blockages in place, which is why the gradual shift is required, because... Whatever you've believed, you know, from year dot to today, is become an ingrained part of you. And therefore, if you want to put a, a new idea in, i.e. maybe your belief so far has left you with a glass ceiling of what you can and can't achieve, and that glass ceiling, you know, becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, like, oh, I can't do that. Absolutely, you can't. And it becomes a glass ceiling, a little bit like the, the Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way you're right, it's more true than we realise. And that whether we think we can or think we can't is ingrained in our subconscious and it becomes part of who we are. In order to change that, and again, we can change what we believe about ourselves whenever we want to, however, to really change it, if it's, for instance, 30 years of work that has created the current belief, it may not obviously shift overnight. But as long as we're committed to the daily disciplines and the, and the daily growth and the basics, you know, we're not looking to go on a two-week course and, and turn into a wizard. 
we're actually looking at creating a new way of life, then it's all achievable. What becomes a challenge is, like I say, when everybody wants to build Rome in a day, and then after a week they go, well, if I haven't seen results in a week, I'm jacking it all in. Well, that's where that's where your problem's gonna gonna really sort of hit some issues, yeah. Now, when you start to understand how the mind works, what you focus on is what you become. So whatever goes into your brain, whatever you accept in your conscious mind goes into your subconscious. Okay. Now this is a watered down version for the book. However, it it makes sense and it's and it's what I genuinely believe to be true based on everything I've studied and the experiences I've had for myself. So whatever you accept in your conscious mind, which goes over to your subconscious, your subconscious accepts it fully. And I like to think of this almost like the story of Aladdin's lamp. Whatever you ask the genie, you get. And that's a little bit like what it is for your subconscious mind. So if you tell your subconscious mind you can do it, great. As long as you genuinely believe it, your subconscious will go, well, he can do it. And there you go. And the pathways will open up. That might sound a little bit freaky at first, but you know, entertain it for a bit and give it some, tr- give it, give it a try for yourself. You and I limit ourselves by our own limitations. A little bit like Bruce Lee said, the only limits we have are the limits we set for ourselves. And you know, by nature, we set, our, we, we do set those limits. Okay, I know uh, I've set my own limits and I've been working on my own. And admittedly, sometimes you have to work on them one at a time. They, you know, you can't shift them all overnight. However, it's that daily growth, that daily discipline. You know, we're here anyway, so why not grow? Well, why would you not want to grow? And that's what we're doing. So what I'm saying now, in, in the very start of this book, about how it all starts and ends in the mind, is what goes into our mind gradually becomes who we are. Okay? So for instance, if we've got a positive influence in our mind, and we... It's a positive because we gain the knowledge, we gain the understanding, then that goes over to our subconscious as faith. If we've got knowledge and understanding, then we've got the faith, and that faith allows us to move forwards into, into results. Okay? If we don't know something, we don't understand something, we start to doubt and worry, that doubt and worry goes into our subconscious and, and manifests as anxiety uh, you know, and fears. Of course, the fear and the anxiety is the unknown. But through this book, which is a condensed version of all the material I've been studying, the study, studying gives you knowledge. Knowledge gives you understanding, and understanding gives you faith. Now all of a sudden you don't have that fear and that anxiety. Therefore, there, there are no glass ceiling, there's no shackles holding you back from progressing forwards. You often hear coaches say, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Well, to many of us, that's a bit of a silly question, because if we haven't worked on our mindset, and we're filled with uncertainty, worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, how do you then look upon something as if you knew you couldn't fail when everything about you is screaming, you can't do this? <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Do you, do you understand why focusing on, focusing on what goes into the mind is so important? So once we know that, we then have the real right to start to get clarity on what we really want. And this is like, at this point, I'm not even like a third of the way through what I've tried to lay out in the book. But most of us don't get what we want because we genuinely have no idea what we want. And the reason we don't know what we want 
for most people is because they don't feel like they have any right thinking about what they really want because all the fears, lack of understanding, their you know anxieties all scream out to them that whatever they really want, they're never ever going to be able to achieve. And if you, on a deeper level, don't think you can achieve something, how much do you think you're really going to think about what you want? Exactly. You know, we're not going to waste energy on something that we just don't think is achievable at a deeper level. You know, if you've told your subconscious brain that you can't do it through suggestion from your conscious mind, then your subconscious is not even going to highlight to you opportunities of when it's around, of when it's occurring. You're not even going to see when it's happening, okay? This is when people walk around going, well, I never saw that. I didn't know about this. I, I, you know, I wasn't aware of this. Well, no, you wasn't, because your subconscious brain is only going to throw into your conscious mind things that are relevant to you. And things you can't do, or things you can't access, or opportunities that you can't make the most of, they're not relevant to you, so you'll never see them, even if they're right in front of your face. This is where the, the real sort of magic behind concepts like the film The Secret come true. Okay, It's, it's, it's not all woo-woo, it's not all crazy, it's science. Your brain is subject to a crazy amount of pieces of information every second. And through a complex series of filtering systems, it decides what is relevant to you and throws it into your mind. Uh, a, a very simple example, which you'll hear at a lot of coaching engagements, is if you just go out one day and you buy, let's make a, a green Porsche, yeah? And you think, you don't see a lot of green Porsches, but I've got a green Porsche. Next thing you know, you start seeing green Porsches everywhere when you didn't see them before. And you think, well, that's strange. Now I've got a green Porsche. Everyone seems to have a green Porsche, okay? Yeah, I'll probably pick the car then. It's extremely rare, but you get the idea. But the thing is, there weren't, there aren't any more green Porsches around. It's just that now your brain recognizes it as something that's important because it's associating that color and that make and model with your car. So when you see it, your brain goes, oh, is that your car? And you, you take a second glance before you realize, no, it's not your car. It's just another one like your car. But what it is, is the brain has recognized that as an, as an important piece of information. And the truth is your brain takes in so much more information than you are able to be aware that it's taken in. Another example which I often use is, say you're at a party. Now, if you're anything like me, I'm deaf as a doorpost. Um, <laughs> you have to forgive me for that if, if you're ever, ever having a one-to-one -one conversation with me because I, I, I try my best, uh, but I often miss things. I'm saying, yes, yeah, sorry, can, can you just repeat that? However, like most people, if you're at a, a massive dinner party, there may be 100 people in the room and they're all nattering away and it just becomes almost white noise, all these conversations rolling into one as you're straining to hear the person directly in front of you that you're actually talking to. However, all of a sudden, you hear very clearly someone mentions your name. Now, the truth is your brain was following all of those conversations constantly. You wasn't aware of it because you couldn't consciously follow all of them. But your brain could. And the second something comes up, you think, oh, hang on a minute, that's my name. That's important. It gets flagged up and you're aware of it instantly. That's kind of how the brain works. However, it only flags up things which it thinks is relevant or important to you. So, for instance, if you don't think that you'll ever be a millionaire, for example, if an opportunity comes right in front of you, you probably won't even see it. And I know that sounds crazy, but as you start to understand how the brain works, this will make more and more sense. 
So once you realise that you do get what you focus on, once you realise um, your right to really believe in yourself and believe in the power of what you can achieve, you then start to really think, well, actually, what do I want? Okay, and this is a very important process for a lot of people because going back to the what do you focus on, most people don't get what they want because they don't know what they want. And if you ask most people what they want, a lot of people will, will stall for a bit and go, huh, what do I want? I don't know, but I'll tell you what I don't want. And there you see the problem, okay? They don't know what they want, but they know very clearly what they don't want. And I told you right at the start of this material that what you focus on is what you get. So why is it that so many people focus quite heavily on what they don't want? Now, I know in theory, to run away from something and run towards something is two edges of the same coin, but it's kind of not. And taking not a bit further, there is a theory that the brain doesn't really hear the word not. And it won't be the first time you've heard of don't think of a pink elephant. Well, the first thing you thought of was a pink elephant, even though I said not to. Okay? Whether you say not in a... Well, whenever, I beg your pardon, you say not in a sentence, you have to assume that the brain heard that sentence without the word not. So imagine what your brain hears when you say, I don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink beer anymore. Um, I don't want to be in debt. I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to live an unhealthy lifestyle. Again, if you imagine that the, the brain is not hearing the word not, and there's a book about it actually, how not gets the brain in knots, and you can see why, then it's like, well, what did you want? Okay, don't sort of challenge what you don't want. Don't fight against what you don't want. Don't protest what, uh, against what you don't want, because all that does is give energy to what you don't want. The point of the start of this book is, well, what do you want? Go after that. Okay, don't run away from it. Run to something. And then once you realize what you're running toward, once you realize that you are capable and you've got the power to achieve it, then you can really get clarity and solidify what it is you want. Okay? And obviously, the more detail, the more clarity you've got. We've all heard that about making goals. Then, you know, the more likelihood we're going to get there and we're going we're gonna to make it happen. The next part of what I'm trying to write, and you'll be glad to know there is more detail in the book, but I'm skimming through it because I think I'm hoping some of this will resonate with you as you're listening to it, and it'll it'll prompt you to really start thinking about it. it you know, and and if if it does get you start thinking about it and, and putting things into your life right way, then this is a success. Okay, this podcast isn't going to solve your life. You know, in in the twenty or thirty minutes I'm speaking to you today, but what I'm hoping is that it plants a seed. Because the warrior way, you know, the warrior mindset is all about living this daily. It's a lifestyle. There is no two-week course, weekend course. The seeds are being planted because this is the way things are. This is how your mind works, okay? And if you're not controlling what goes in your mind, that means something else is, i.e. the media around you, maybe your friends around you, unwittingly and unknowingly, uh, you know, the environment around you. They're controlling what goes in your mind. They're controlling which way you go, you know, where attention goes, energy flows, so to speak. So what I'm asking for you to do is take control of it. Where do you want it to go? You know, it, it, it's your ship, okay? 
the wind can come in whatever direction, but it's your choice how you set the sails and which direction you ultimately go in. So once you know what you're focusing on and you've made a conscious choice on what you're focusing on, what you want ideally, you believe in it, you've got real clarity on what you want because you know that you're capable of getting it and you know you've got a strategy for getting it. The next thing you really need to do is make a decision that you're going to do it. Okay? It's very easy to want something. I've done it. I still do it. And I still have to catch myself. I want, I want, I want. I want doesn't get you what you want. Okay? Now, if you follow people like Bob Proctor, who is famous from, from The Secret, one of the things he will say is, well, the only prerequisite to getting what you want is to want it. That is the initial prerequisite, but it's not the end. You do have to want it. But then you have to make a decision that you're going to have it, or you're going to do what it takes to accomplish it. A decision can be a big thing. It can be a small thing. Some people make a decision just like that, and they mean it straight away. Some people, they think they've made a decision, but then when it gets a bit tough, they're like, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. I'll do it when I've got the resources. And that's okay. It's part of the learning process. But understand where you are with that decision-making. I remember when I read um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, I think it's called, by T. Harv Eker. And he, he puts it down as, first, you want something, i.e. like a wish list. I want that and I want this. Secondly, you choose it, i.e. you start making choices towards it. Therefore, if you want to lose weight, you might choose the healthier salads. You might choose a lower-fat dressing, so to speak. But it's not until you really commit to something that everything starts clicking in place. When you commit to something, that's it. That's the only way you're going. You're going towards where you want to go. There's no doubt about it. You're going to get it. Okay. A little bit like the, the 50 Cent album, you know, Get Rich or Die Trying. Okay. That's commitment. It doesn't have to be that extreme, of course, but it's it does paint a picture of like the mindset. Once you've once you know you can have it, once you believe it. And once you know that all it takes is for you to follow a certain protocol and a certain path, it might not be easy, but it's achievable and it's doable and it's what you really, really want. Again, you have to have that burning desire to really want it and see clearly what it is, then commit to it. Do what it takes. And a bit like the Tony Robbins story, you know, burn the boats. You know, he, he tells the story of a, 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 an army that sort of got to a shore, which they were there to conquer. And the, the, the leader said, burn the boats. And the reason being, there was nowhere to retreat to. It was it was kind of win or it was over anyway. That's what the point you need to get to with the commitment. And, you know, it's a big decision. So, sometimes an event happens. Sometimes, you know, your, your life will change on a dime. And people make that decision instantly. Like when you speak to people who've given up smoking, they might have tried for years and all of a sudden they just made a decision. And that was it. From that point forwards, that they did it and it was that decision okay and there's a massive thing about making a decision it's a really powerful thing and nobody can make that decision for you that's why the this book is what well, i'm putting it down how i want to put it down because i do think it's the basics which everything is built upon therefore if you've got these pillars in place if you've got this basic structure it doesn't really matter what you want to achieve once you study getting fit, once you study getting rich, once you study starting a business or, or whatever you want to do, once you start studying those things, if you've got this basic foundation in place and it's part of your daily lifestyle, 
everything else, everything's achievable, okay? On the flip side, if you've got all of the, the fantastic courses, qualifications, mentorships, programs, and all the information to achieve all these things, but you don't have these foundations, you could well slip. You know, and that's why I really want you to embody some of these things. If you don't like the way I'm delivering it, that's cool. You know, read some other other, other people, and, and and if you want some other resources, contact me. You know, and I'll share some. You know, some a hundred years old, and I'll share all the things that I I read. You know, and, and again, you can accept or reject it. You don't have to take it from me, but I'm sharing what I've learned from a variety of sources, which, as far as I'm concerned, rings true. And it's worked for me, you know. The next thing is to be resilient. So once you're committed to something, you know, it could well be a rocky ride. Sometimes things just click into place when they're ready. But sometimes, you know, there's a bit of transition. Sometimes there's a bit of an old program to break. Sometimes there's old habits which are still strong. They don't serve you anymore and you're trying to change them. However, at the moment, they've still got you locked in and they're still strong. So there's going to be an element of resilience um to, to go through the process and it's a little bit more than willpower because willpower fades okay but if you're drawn towards what you want you know you can do it you know you're choosing to focus on what you want you've made the commitment to do it all it is then is a case of riding it out whether in the storm okay keeping your eyes on the prize and just keep moving forwards you know at some point you're going to take some hits you're going to take some knocks sometimes life gives you a test to see if you really want it Especially if you're, especially if your old mind is struggling at breaking the paradigms and breaking old habits, it's going to do everything it can to, to pull you back to what it sees as equilibrium, equilibrium being the old version of yourself. And part of the process of growth, or part of the process of goal setting, really, is not what you get at the end of it. It's who you become in the process. Okay, and one of the challenges of who you become in the process is you kind of have to sacrifice who you are who you'll become okay the essence of you will always be you but there's parts of your programming parts of your mindset they're just going to have to go okay and your body's going to try and fight that not only is your body going to try and fight that but there'll be a lot of outside influences that might try and drag you back especially if you built up a circle of friends around who you've always been they might like who you've always been and they might be uncomfortable with who you're becoming that's going to take a lot of resilience. And then, again, there's a whole chapter that I'm writing about you know, who you're trying to impress anyway because it's a real issue for a lot of people uh, to, to have that feedback from people that they don't like who they're becoming. Hopefully, people will come along for the ride, but it, it, it can sometimes show other people up when it's like, well, this is what I believe about my mindset. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to achieve. These are things I want to do in my life. And it can sometimes hold up a, a big flashlight to people of, well, what are you doing with your life, okay? You don't mean it in a, in a horrible way because ultimately the warrior way is what we want for ourselves, we want for everybody, right? Like if we can find a way to achieve our dreams, the first thing we want to do is, is share it. However, nobody can do your press-ups for you and you can't do the press-ups for other people. So the people who don't want to do their own press-ups, the people who don't want the daily grind or the daily disciplines or to make those commitments and, and, and change, because let's face it, without this level of knowledge and understanding, without really researching it, without studying it, and I guess, you know, 
I was I'm quite lucky to have come across some of this material uh, to realise that it's worth studying because why would someone put all this effort into something they didn't think would achieve anything, right? But I was I'm lucky enough to have found the material. I'm lucky enough to realise it's worth studying. I'm lucky enough to have had a chance to really sort of get into it. However, for a, a lot of people, that might just be a lot of work and they don't even know what's going to come of it. That doesn't sound very appealing, I've got to be honest, if, if you know that there's a lot of work to do and you don't know what's going to come out the other end. Of course, that's why you have to, you have to really understand and you have to study it. <laughs> Pardon me. But that's where we get to with it. We get to the point where we learn to focus on what we really want. Not worried about what we don't want anymore. What do we want? Okay, and there's loads of strategies, and you know I've kind of touched on all the areas here, but there's there's a lot more that I'm writing in the book of, of how we can do all these things. Once we understand what we want, then we understand that you know we, we can empower ourselves with that, and we can believe we got we, we we have every right to believe that we can achieve it. Again, referencing Bob Proctor, he's a guy I've been following a lot just recently. One of his quotes is. If you can hold it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You know, and it's a, an, ex, an extension of if you can dream it and you believe it, you know, you can achieve it. And following the greats and following all the people who, who have achieved great things, I believe it to be true. And I've seen evidence of it to be true. And in my own life, I've seen evidence of, of it achieving for me. You know, I, I've got great reference points where I'm going, do you know what? It works. Okay. And, and I'm growing daily through these principles, and that's why I'm putting them down and sharing it. So you get what you focus on, so choose what you focus on. You have the right to believe you can do it. Once you realize you get what you focus on, once you, real, you, know, once you have that belief and, and that knowledge and that inner knowing that you can do it, now you've got the real permission to really focus on, well, what do you really want? And that's a powerful question because there's a lot of people out there who haven't really thought about it. You know, when you've got the life's menu of choices, and it's like, well, what do you really want? Well, I don't know. It's, it's quite staggering, and I was in that bracket at one point. What do you want? I don't know. I never thought I could have it, so why would I look? And that's the position you want to get to. Then it's a case of, well, I've got the power to focus. I believe. I know what I want. All I've got to do now is make a decision to do it and be resilient enough to go through the process. Then, what I'm prescribing or suggesting with the, the warrior mindset and the warrior way is once we get where we're going we reach out and help the next one in line which is what i'm trying to do through the material here you know i don't want anything that i don't want to share you know one of my philosophies is that winners create losers compete you know part of the problem i, I find is people are too busy competing like i want to be better than you or i want to have one up on you well the truth is there is no better there is no worse right we're all spiritual beings having a physical experience. I don't believe there is better. There's different, but there's no better. Okay? And therefore, I, I want the next person in line to have whatever I achieve. Okay? I, I don't want to be at the top of a mountain looking down going, oh, good job I'm up here and they're all down there. You know, like I've worked so hard to get where I am. Let's keep them all down there, right? That's not how it works. Okay? Winners create, losers compete, you know? And whatever I want for myself, I want for everyone. Uh, and also, that's what I'm kind of promoting uh, at the end of this book as well. The reason I believe it's almost my my duty to be as much as I can of myself is because then there's more to give. 
okay? Um, coming from a coaching background, I was one of those individuals, still am, who always wants to give of myself, give, 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 but then it gets to the point of, well, you can only give what you've got, okay? Now, the more you work on yourself, the more you improve yourself, you know, the old adage of put your own oxygen mask on first, there's more to give, there's more to share, and there's more ways you can help people, there's more resources for you to make a difference. The point is, if I can pass that on to someone else, and they're able to then go, well, I'd like to pass it on to someone else, then it becomes, hopefully, a continual chain where we all help each other out, one warrior at a time. And that's, in a nutshell, the book that I've been writing. So you'd be glad to know there is a lot more depth in some of the areas, but hopefully that gives you an overview of why I wrote it and how I think it will help you. Because, you know, not just you, but everyone. Because I think this is part of being a human being. You know, this is part of us. This is how we're built. This is what's within us. You know, literally, we have that opportunity for abundance. And going back to the, the term of abundance, I say winners create because creating creates abundance. Whereas competing is completely fueled by scarcity and lack. If there wasn't scarcity and lack, why would you ever need to compete for something? Okay. And again, let's go back to the start. You can choose what you focus on. If you're focused on, well, I've got to be first because otherwise there'll be nothing for me, that implies scarcity and lack. And therefore, for you to succeed, someone's got to lose. You know, for you to win, someone's got to fail. That's not what we're trying to create here. That's, that's not what we want out of this lifestyle. So I've gone on a bit there, typical Dean fashion. But I hope you like the idea of what I'm writing down in the book. Uh, and I hope you're, you're interested to learn more about it. If you have any questions, you know you can find me in all the usual places, and, and I'd welcome your questions as well. Maybe um, in the future I'll do some podcasts on it. Though, to be honest, the next few podcasts I am planning to get some special guests on as well to keep bringing a variety of information in because there's some fantastic people I want to get in front of you. But I felt it was overdue that I gave you an overview of the first book I'm creating. Uh, and as always, feedback is well and truly welcomed. So thank you for listening. That's the Work in Progress podcast for this week. Um, I hope it's given you some valuable ideas implementing your life straight away. You know, I, I hope even just that seed of thought has started something in you where you think this is you know, worth learning, worth researching. And even if you don't buy the book, even if you never buy anything from me, you know, keep following my channels and I'll share what I can so you, know, you can start feeding, feeding that desire and feeding that growth. So if you've enjoyed uh, what you've heard and you're listening on a place like iTunes, then please consider leaving a review. And if you'd like to follow more of the content, you can find me all the usual places, at Dean Grimshaw on Instagram and Twitter, and also on Facebook, where you can follow the, the page Dean Grimshaw-Performance Coaching. For further blogs and articles, head on over to DeanGrimshaw.com, where you can even sign up to the newsletter so you never miss a thing. Until the next time, though, keep working at your goals and striving to be better than you were yesterday. After all, as hopefully I'd sort of suggested today, you know, we're all a work in progress, and we really do have no idea what we can achieve, okay? Let's put our minds to it and let's go for it.